Three, two, one. We are back. Box lunch. Yep. Set looks a little different this time. We decided to mix it up. Uh, what's been going on, man? Uh, I think the last one was before the holidays. No, we've done one since no, then. No, I think the we? hot ones. Oh, you're right. I think the hot ones was it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's like right before the break. Yeah. Okay. And a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff has gone on since. Yeah. Well, what's <laughs> since today? We recorded today that. is uh, uh, Valentine's Day. Today is Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day. Um, you know. Showing some love here. Tap that out. Do you remember? We did a thing. We launched something. We launched? On February 14th. I think that's when we were, we did the, was it the product hunt? We did no, no, something. no. We, we, I think it, our teaser or something. Yeah, we teased it. You said like apps need love or apps, something like apps that. Need love. Yeah, I think yeah. we launched a video or something. We did. That's right. Yeah. Crazy. Man, time flies. That was like 2016. Probably or 17. It's probably 17. Maybe. You think? I think so. Yeah, maybe three years know. ago. Maybe four. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So we've got a special edition here. We figured since we've got a bar top. That we would uh yeah do a little little beer tasting while <laughs> while we're at it. Why not? I mean, we did chilies last time. Yeah. This is the Stella Artois Midnight Lager. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. I saw it I think during the break. Scooped up some of these. Yeah. And uh good. it wasn't it wasn't bad. All right. I mean I'm still a fan of the the regular lager, mm-hmm. the gold. Mm-hmm. Um but let's let's give this a shot. See what and we'll talk about. Can the, I tell you about my idea? Yeah, please. All right. So I'm gonna pour me uh, half a glass and then you can. Or All you right. want you want the glass or the bottle? I'll Maybe. take the bottle. All right. Oh yeah, oh, that's that's dark. All right. So here's our dark. idea since we're since we're doing this. Yes, sir. We, we met someone at uh, Startup Grind. Here, I'll show the, hey. the badge here. Charlie and Hosley. So yeah. we, we went to Startup Grind in uh, a cheers. Cheers, man. Uh, over in Redwood City. Was it, is that what it's called? Redwood yeah. City? Okay. And um, not bad. We ended up chatting it up with this the, these girls from Hungary. Remember that? Yes. And uh, they had some sort of recycling startup or something like that. It was something like that. And... Uh, I think I was, I don't know what I was, I was probably drinking a water or something like that. And I was like, you know what? Here's what you got to, here's what you got to do. Because all these things have, so there's a thing, I, I, I've got to do some research because I don't even know what it's called. But essentially there's a tax on a lot of bottled beverages, right? That have, that you pay. So you pay for, in, and it says it on here. What the, I'll, I'll get in, up go. in here in the mic. So for instance, here it says that there's a, a, a five, five cent tax in Vermont, New York, uh, Maryland. Uh, California has a variable, I Are, guess, so, CRV. So if we were to buy, I mean, obviously the 12-pack, the whatever, we mm-hmm. know they're adding something to it. Yeah. But if I just buy a tall boy or, or a soda, uh-huh. What what are we getting charged right now? I don't know. I think it's I don't even think about it. Somewhere between five and ten cents, I bet. Per? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And the idea is it's incentivizing you to recycle the the bottle. Yes. That's why it's there, right? But who does that? Nobody. Nobody. Right. So the thought was, uh, and I don't know if you guys have done this, but there's recycling centers that you can uh, go. Yeah, and, and I have. Dump I'll, it in. Yeah. Right. There's a couple by my house, but they're dude. 
trash dude it's like it's nasty yeah you know in fact one of them they just shut down because they were like it was so trash so what if you just sort of clean that process up and just do deli- just pick it up right so and dude it's to the point I'm, i kid you not the other night um i was this is probably last year but it was like midnight or 12 30 at night or something like that and i was outside and i heard someone going through because Friday rummaging through garbage. Yes. Yeah. Rummaging through my recycling. And, uh, at first I was like, I, I, I made him stop. I was like, what are you doing? Like, stop. Cause I was like, dude, there could be like identity theft or sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I said, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. It's kind of, you know, hassling him a little bit, but I was like, what's in your bag? Cause I wanted to see if there was what they were paperwork. taking. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you're like, shoot, this could go real bad. Anyway, dude, it was all cans, cans and bottles and plastic stuff like this. And so I was like, dude, that's crazy that they're like risking, you know, was it, and it was two women, like wow. two young girls. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. So here's the idea is you simply do a delivery thing where you, a pickup. So you, you know, just like we leave out recycling normally, but you never get compensated for that. Nope. Um, essentially you have and a that's separate basically thing. just the city, right? The city Getting does pay- comp- get compensated for, right? for your recycling. Typically. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but screw that. So essentially you, you ship out these extra containers, you put them right next to your trash bins, put all this sort of bottles and stuff that has value. And then another truck's going to come by, pick it up and uh, scan it or whatever, and then give you credit for it and make money. Yeah. They sell it. You make money, you know, even if it's 50% of what that tax is, it adds up. Yeah, sure does. You know? I mean, I could see. But what's the hack here? What is what is this? What is this ten cent? Oh yeah. Here? <laughs> so, the, so as we're talking about this, Charlie came up with the master plan. And when we looked at here, it says uh, it says Oregon and Michigan offer ten cents per uh, bottle, yeah. and we're like, well, we're gonna have to ship this stuff to Oregon somehow. Now. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. Get on a truck and just go a couple of states up and yeah. deposit. So I mean, that's. It's kind of the hack right there. Double. Totally. Like that's basically 10 bottles of, is a dollar, man. Mm-hmm. 10, 10 bottles, a buck. A buck. Versus this weight crap, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I don't know if there's that's been tried before, but it seems like it's, if you could work out the logistics, it could, it could turn into something. Of course, you know, then there, someone will come up with some reason why it's illegal right. or something. But yeah. Um, anyway, it's kind of a. Interesting idea. Yeah. That's what happens, man. You go to startup conferences yeah. and you just. Yeah. We think on the way back, we had, a, I don't know, like two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, man, we we're working on so much that you just got to put it on the. Yeah. But this is why we list. like what we do. Cause I mean, oh, honestly, yeah. like it's like, and the truth is, you know, we love doing this is stuff. what gets me excited. I was thinking about not this idea, but, um, one of the other ones. A coaster, dude. Oh, you got a <laughs> side box coaster <laughs> there. <laughs> Um, one of the other ideas I was thinking this morning, I said, well, why we wouldn't need much to even test it because mm-hmm. now you have all these no code to- tools yeah. to do it. And for those cases, it makes sense because we're not, all we're really investing is time, mm-hmm. our own time. Yep. And we have, that's the one thing we have, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's <laughs> the one thing we have, you know, uh-huh. is time. So you know, and some some ways I'm like I don't even want to overthink it. Like, go, let's go find a tool like Bubble, yeah. I/O, or 
whatever, uh, yeah. some progressive web app builder and yeah. just put in a thing and test it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, speaking of a startup grind, we, we met with one founder who was doing a, some kind of dream, dream app. Um, yeah. remember on the first night? Yes. And man, this woman was relentless. I mean, she was, a type of go, uh, I was gonna say go founder, the type of, uh, <laughs> uh, founder that you want to put your money behind if you're an investor. Mm-hmm. Why is because when she's basically turned down from, you know, raising money and everybody says you need traction, you need traction. She says, okay, I'm going to show you traction, not by let me go raise some money on my own or let me go build this thing. And then like the traditional way, she says, no, what can I do on my own that, you know, that I'm not relying on anyone mm-hmm. to put this thing out in people's hands to show that I can, that people want it. So what does she do? She goes to some builder. This, this, she said it was some kind of like no code, uh, user flow tool thing where she okay. built a bot mm. and the bot basically had all the questions that were supposed to be in her app. Uh-huh. And she created a, a Facebook messenger app that she published through that tool and then put Facebook dollars behind it to get it in front of people. That's pretty smart. And she's got 3,500 people no way. using it. I mean, she didn't wait for anybody. She didn't need a you know native app to go and test it. She just figured out a way. She says, if people are going to use this, they're, they're going to use it no matter where it is. And she just put it out there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that's that's guts. That's hustle. And hustle. Yeah. Hard. But it's smart, too. Very smart. It, it cost her her time, basically. Yeah. I mean, she's throwing a few bucks at ads, but mm-hmm. you're going to spend time and money doing it the other way, which is building something an mvp or something and waiting and testing it yep. and she's like no i could do this right now yep so in a lot of ways i feel like we can maybe test some of our theories out that way we mm-hmm. just haven't gotten into the weeds too much with some of them but um but anyways yeah redwood city startup grind global 2020 yeah um tuesday and wednesday it was one of the best conferences I think I've ever, I've ever attended for startups for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I know South by is a, is a big hype around that and that was always cool, but it wasn't always startup focused. No. It's more like tech in general. It's very and there's, broad tech. Yeah. Yeah. This was like startup central hard. Yeah. And it, they had, I know we, I, I kept calling it startup alley. You know, it's like they had the downtown shut kind of closed off tents. Yeah. They had breakout stages kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then the, and the Fox Theater was the main stage. And then the, the, the cinema, the Century the Theater. The, yeah, the movie theater. The movie theater had breakout sessions inside the movie theaters, which was cool. I mean, they had the popcorn and everything going, man. The concessions. It yeah, was insane. It was awesome. Uh, but yeah, we good talks. Um, we didn't get to see or hear a lot of them because it was... There's just too, too much, There's too, too much to yeah. consume. Yeah. Um, and we spent some time talking to startups um, at the booths. Mm-hmm. Uh, we captured some of that in our vlog, our, our recent vlog too. So it was good, man. It was good experience being out there. Yeah. And they brought in some really great speakers, honestly. I mean, there was those athletes. Who are they? Um, um, I forget the ESPN guy. Um, Taylor, I think. 
Eric Taylor, maybe something like that. Yeah, and he was the he's on the the boardroom in ESPN mm-hmm. guy who got injured first year after being drafted number two or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Bobby Wagner, Super Bowl uh, champ from the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. As a, you know, I didn't even know he was an investor. You know, like, yeah, it's pretty awesome to hear yeah. the stories. You know, of these guys who one you know one whose career went down the drain. And then another guy who's been at the height of his career, both kind of doing the same thing, which right. is like investing in startups, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That tells you something. It does tell you something. Well, what, you know, and I think it, it was really cool to see um, it, it, they had done their homework too, right? So it was like they were making smart decisions. They were working with VCs and there were even some funds that they were working through. So it was really cool to see how they were approaching that. Yeah. Um, and then we got to hear from, who is it? The founder of Figma. Yeah. He was there. He yep. did, did a good talk. Uh, guy who founded Behance. Yep. I thought his talk was great. Yeah. I he liked did, his. Yeah. He did one called the, the messy metal. Uh-huh. I thought that one was really cool. Yeah. That one's on our vlog, that, that slide. Yeah. I, we posted that. Yeah. I mean, it's really kind of, it's interesting because you do, you hear all the hype, you know, everyone yeah. talks about, oh, I'm going to start this new thing. Check me out. And then they hear the headlines, right? They hear the headlines of, yeah. oh, this company raised this much on their A-Rod Or they got or, acquired, yeah. which in his case, Behance got bought by Adobe. Yes. Right? But yeah. what did he say? That he had been doing it for how long? He said he bootstrapped for five years. Oof. Not only that, but if you remember, and we were laughing at this because he, he threw it up on one of his slides, it, it started out as a paper company oh that's right you're making like these notebooks the action book the action, action plan or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah i had one of those man yeah. 2011 i remember like wanting one yeah they were they were sick yeah and then they you know so anyway behance is kind of it was cool hearing from that guy and just how he had to hustle for a long time and you know but even figma the guy was talking about how they launched in 2012 or something mm-hmm. like that and you i only heard about figma last year Big time, yeah. Right? Absolutely. So this just shows you the road to success for yeah. a startup is, can be long. Yeah. And right? he said the first, you know, the first version of it, like nobody trusted it. Yeah. He said it looked like crap. Yeah. You know, so they came a long way, you know. Big time. And it's crazy, an eight-year-old company, and it's considered now. a startup. Yeah. And it's just now. <laughs> it's, yeah. You, everyone thinks it just happened. Yeah. You know, and you're like, no. Nah, people been. just see it, and they, they want to rush to to succeed you yeah know, they've been grinding that out for a long time forever man I'm trying to think who else did we hear from that was really good um eh, it's not coming to me but there was some really yeah some really good we, we did hear from the from visco oh yeah, yeah we yeah. <laughs> the, the visco girls. so this is a funny thing the uh <laughs> <laughs> i think she was the vp of product or marketing i don't remember yeah, something yeah, like that yeah, yeah she was a total visco girl herself Dude. She she lived it, big time. She lived I it. couldn't believe it. You know, and and what was funny too was, and you you called her kind of, you're like, he's like, well, I wasn't buying shoving it. me a little yeah. bit. He's like, because the, the, yeah, it's not necessarily it's a meme, obviously. Yeah, but it's not necessarily the compliment. No, that they thought it was. No, right. She was coming off like, she was making it seem like the whole Visco girl thing was, like a lifestyle thing, like a. Like millennials, I don't know. Like it was a, a trend or so. Like, because she kept saying it, they weren't surprised by it because of what Visco's been. 
for this 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 audience. It sort of makes sense. Yeah. Right. It's sort of like dressing down, but but, but dressing with, up. Right. right. But what you she know? left out was that the whole Visco girl craze was a meme. It yeah. was basically, I'm gonna make fun of these this one percent of right young girls that care about the environment or say they care about the environment and right. you know with their hydro flasks and yeah. scrunchies and Birkenstocks, you know? And then what did you do? You Googled it, right? I Googled and it. And it was nothing but just, it was nothing of articles like people like just clowning. It. Right. Well, there's, it was very interesting too. Again, I'm reading this article, I think from, I don't know, maybe it's Vanity Fair or something like that, but they basically even said, one of the funny things was that it was because of Snapchat. Right. Or maybe even TikTok, but I think it was Snapchat that that happened, like that trend, that meme spread. Probably. It blew up on TikTok for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's so funny because they're like, it blew up on another platform, not even their own. Yeah, not even their own. And then there was even a thing in there that they interviewed the founder of Visco and said like, how has this impacted your user base? And they said, it has absolutely no, it's made no difference. Like it didn't go up. Like, so, so yeah. So the Visco girl craze didn't cause a, a spike in user, users, users no, for Visco. No, it probably did more for Snapchat. Yeah. And TikTok. The funny thing is like, I think so Anissa's obviously she's 18, but Sienna's 13. Mm-hmm. Anissa used Visco when she was in high school. Mm. So it's been around for a while. Yeah. So she got the reference to it. But there was kids 13 and under that were following sort of the, the, the meme or the trend and had no idea what Visco, what Visco, that, that Visco was an app. Mm-hmm. It was just like, that's just what they were calling this type of... That style. That, this girl. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is hilarious to me. It's like they don't even know what, they don't even know what, what the reference is. Right. But they're using it. Right. Because it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's memes in general. All, I think, all day. Yeah. But yeah, that that talk was a little weird. Yeah. Just people that come off that tell you that they know a generation and then they're they're explaining to like, you know, this generation does this, they like this, they Let me tell you all about Gen Z. Yeah. yeah it's like, just it's weird. Yeah, it got a little weird. It's a little weird. Um and I have Gen Z. I live with Gen Z. Yeah, you do. Ers. Well, one at least. But I just, I don't see it fully. I think there's a subset that are like kind of the way that they're explaining, but they're probably, I don't know. It's a subset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. What else? Um, I was going to say one of the, one of the things I thought that was really smart, sort of a hack that they did um, that I really liked was the community tent. Oh yeah. So Mingling at conferences can be sort of good and bad. Like it's sort of weird. Yeah. Especially the first day, you know. Um, but they had set up a big tent with a bunch of tables and uh, we could just go over there and sit down or stand out or whatever mm-hmm. and just chat. So it was sort of that place like you go there and you know, like it's like, okay, the social norm is to mm-hmm. say hello and hey, what are you doing? And so that was kind of cool. So we actually spent some time there and I met – um a founder there that I had met the week prior at USC at their demo day. And so it was kind of cool. It's like, Oh, Hey, we just met. Um, but it was, it was a kind of a cool, I love that hack. 
I wish more yeah. conferences sort of did that. So you're not like, it's very intentional. Yeah. Very intentional. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm not a creeper. I'm not trying to like, you know, whatever. Um, so I thought that was really kind of cool. And then, um, we actually met some people from, uh, startup grind, like, I guess, I don't want to call it corporate, but sort of the group. So, and the way startup grind works directors, is, directors. Right? Yeah. yeah. So the way it works is you have these chapters. So you have, uh, regional chapters for startup grind and they just do events, speakers. They have like a sort of a format. Yeah. And, um, we got to talk to a few of them and, uh, actually got sort of hooked up with the OC Irvine mm-hmm. director. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. We said, let's maybe pick orange County because, uh, South base probably got a chapter or two. There's one in Manhattan beach and that's, super close and yeah that's, and they've already got their stuff going and so. it just it seemed fitting that we would kind of tackle orange county yeah and uh, so then we walk in and we found the first guy with the director badge on right and we said hey yeah and he's talking to a couple guys he's talking to some guys and we say hey do you guys have an orange county chapter mm-hmm. and then he looks at the other two guys he's like yeah yeah you guys need to talk you know and the <laughs> guy's like what i'm in irvine or wherever he said he was yeah uh, newport newport yeah yeah he says, well, I want to get something going. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? Yeah. We might get some going or we might just like hook up with, uh, we found out later that there was an Irvine chapter already, yeah, but, you could, we but could I had never Anaheim knew about or, uh, it. Yeah. And she just started. So yeah, I think pretty we're, new where it's, it's a good time to get started on. Yeah. It, so, you know, just one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's close with this. Um, I'm looking at the board here. Oh yeah. We, uh, we talked about the Sightbox factory, mm. which uh, we need to start working on yeah. soon here. Yeah, we do. Tell us about the new and improved Sightbox factory. All right. Sightbox factory 2.0, yeah. 3.0. So just a little background. So we started Sightbox factory as a co-working situation. So uh, in our offices in Folsom and Redondo, we have basically some extra chairs, some desks. So the idea was we were going to rent those out and uh, in the process, try to create sort of a little bit of a community. And I've been renting out desks to startups since we started, like mm-hmm. since I moved in. And so anyway, but we basically said, you know, that's fine. We like to do it if the, if the chemistry is right. Um, but what we were thinking of doing this time and sort of another problem we were having is we were getting some early stage startups to work with. Um, but there's, you know, for those sort of startups, it's, it's, it's a lot of work and you sort of go through the same process for each one of them. So we sort of had this idea of like, let's sort of rethink the Sightbox factory as a co-working situation and really turn it into more of a accelerator. Right. So that's the idea. So we're going to basically refigure the Sightbox factory as a design accelerator, I think is how we're going to pitch it. Yeah. And, uh, so it'll function similar to other accelerators where, um, here's an application process. Um, there's, you know, you get it, you know, if you get sort of admitted, then at that point we go through, um, a very structured process of getting you from point A to point B. So it's very similar to how we work anyway, but we want to be able to do it as a group. And so, because to do it individually can take too much time for us as a business. And so this way, uh, they're getting the same value 
and they're actually having to pay, they can pay less than how they would if they were just to do it, you know, one-on-one -on -one with us. So that's the idea. And um, that's, that's what we're going to be launching in March officially. So pretty soon. Yeah. So um, we'll be opening applications for that. Mm -hmm. um, we'll probably can take on, I don't know, four, maybe four yeah. or five, something four or five, like that. I think is our goal. In a quarter, Every so quarter. yeah. So that's what we want to do. Start. We want to start one in Q two. Yeah, um, and then we'll have Q three, Q four. Right. You know, hopefully about five every quarter. Yep. Come through, and uh, yeah, just model makes sense. It just yeah, it makes sense. Everyone needs every startup needs design. They don't. A lot of them don't even realize they need it until it's too late. Yeah. So we want to get them early. Mm -hmm. We want to get ideas we believe in. And uh, founders that we want to get behind, yeah, and uh, get them through the the program, right? Three months, three months, and yeah. then um, hopefully, you know, like we said, convert them into sort of whatever they become next. That's right. Um, well, we want to actually. So part of the idea too is to have a design accelerator, yeah, um, and then sort of transition them into a marketing incubator. Yes, right. Yeah. So that's sort of the other idea is is because sort of incubators are accelerators typically have a, a term. Yeah. Uh, incubators typically go on for an extended amount of time. So the idea is that you sort of go through that process. Now you're part of this marketing incubator. Marketing is more of a ongoing sort of uphill climb, if you will. So we want to be able to extend that to them and sort of create a, a community that can help grow that. And I'll tell you what, this is sort of the thing that, that we see with like, say like Andries and Horowitz is that they, they're able to actually create an ecosystem where their, their, their companies actually help each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, when we were talking to them, uh, about tap, you know, there was a lot of like, oh, well we can push you through this and this and this and this. Yeah. And they're all startups in their portfolio. Yeah. So you get this, you, you sort of realize, oh, I see how this works. It's an ecosystem that sort of works off of itself. So I can see that sort of helping happening and and everyone benefits. Absolutely. Right? So anyway, pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah, we've got one client that has a chat API mm -hmm. that's now doing video, and then we have a startup that's looking for a video yeah. solution to plug into. So it's like... Video and I've, chat. I've got, yeah. a, I've got a perfect scenario here where we can take two clients and connect them together mm -hmm. to sort of help each other out you yeah. know, with what they're doing. So yeah. it's pretty exciting stuff. Even... Uh, and and. To be honest, man, that's that's what makes tap important for us. To, oh yeah, big to, time. You know, because ideally, as we see it, like that's that's sort of like our hack. Yeah. For getting apps discovered is oh, to yeah. tap that app. So imagine having that in our back pocket and saying, "Okay, guys, once you're once you launch, we're pushing you hard." And we'll tap. have a community to do that. Yeah. Right. And boom. Yeah. Organic growth. Yeah. This weekend. Uh, they announced at my church a new app and it, it's a, it's one of those third party sure. things, right? Where you just plug in stuff and yeah, then you just, just fill it in. Yeah, it works. Uh -huh. um, they didn't, you know, they didn't even know they had access to it for six months. It was something that was included in their whole pay online giving system oh, that see. they just never leveraged. But um, people started posting. In fact, they did. And I think other people did too. We're posting screen recordings on Instagram of the app oh, to really? get people to like download it. Oh wow. Yeah. Hey, we have an app now and they're like scrolling, like kind of showing oh, the features, oh. but it's just like, 
you see it every day, you know, little glimpses of what we're trying to do with yeah. Tap That App, which is cool. Makes me nervous a little bit every time I see it, but like no one's doing it. Yeah. No one's gone there and uh, we, we need to definitely get there. Yeah. So we can I see the value though. Yeah. Imagine if it has a talking head with it. Perfect. Changes it. Yeah. Right. Cool. All That's right. What we got today. Happy Valentine's Day. Don't what are we calling this today, by the much. way? What, what did you drop what we, what? before we got in here? What, what are we calling this episode? Uh, oh, we called it the happy hour. Dude. <laughs> so we so we might have a, a spin-off at some point. <laughs> Just Maybe one through more. tap that app. I love that idea, right? dude. Happy hour. Yeah, why not? It's perfect. We'll review apps. And beer. And beer. Two and one. Cheers. Cheers, everybody.